listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm the biggest hypocrite of 2015. When I finish this, if you listen, then you're sure you will agree. This plot is bigger than me. It's generational hatred. It's genocism. It's grimy. Little justification. I'm African-American. I'm African. I'm black as the heart of a fucking Aryan. I'm black as the name of Tyrone and Darius. Excuse my French, but fuck you. No, fuck y'all. That's as blunt as it gets. I know you hate me, don't you? You hate my people. I can tell because it's threats when I see you. I can tell because your way is deceitful. No, I can tell because you're in love with the desert eagle thinking maliciously he got a chain that you gonna bleed him it's funny how zulu and i don't know how to pronounce that word might go to war two tribal armies that want to build and destroy remind me of the compton crip gangs that live next door beefing with pyro's only death settled the score so don't matter how much i say i like to preach with the panthers or tell georgia state marcus garvey got all the answers or try to celebrate february like it's my b-day or eat watermelon chicken and kool-aid on weekdays or jump high enough to get michael jordan endorsements or watch bet because urban support is important so why did i weep when trayvon martin was in the street when game banging make me kill a nigga blacker than me hypocrite hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and we are live on a saturday morning ready to do some podcasting yes we are you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search uh the blackout tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody does that uh today is a feedback show us for your feedback on the things that we've talked about all week um and of course we like to respond we read your five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we read your emails we read your comments on our website um all that stuff your voicemails if they're two minutes or less at 704-557-0186 that's 704-557-0186 two minutes or less though it will cut you off um but before we even get started uh with like the donations and all the fun and stuff i did want to say um i, I read up a little bit about that mosque shooting uh, i think it's pronounced christchurch um is where it's happened in new zealand mm-hmm 49 people were killed 48 others were injured good god um yeah um a 28 year old man named brenton Tarrant has been taken into custody and charged with murder um he's uh they had arrested four people at one point uh two other people remain in custody as police try to determine their connection or possible involvement in the attack um when they took the picture of the dude he gave the white power sign which is the okay sign but upside down the one that they swear is not white power signs and we keep noticing in these pictures and everybody's like no that's not what it is um the shooter targeted two mosques uh the al Nur mosque where 41 people were killed and another one the linwood mosque where seven people died one person died in the hospital um and friday is the muslim holy day when many practicing muslims attend worship services in mosques so he did research um he's a white nationalist he also is clearly internet savvy because he was blaming like he was like trying to blame candace owens which i don't know 100 percent. like he was trying to give credit to like her views are so this but they're actually so overblown i can't even follow her views and i think he was trying to basically say this is my guess i don't know this guy but my guess was he was trying to basically say white nationalism doesn't need candace owens like get her black ass out of here because he knew she would be blamed for the attack and hopefully that would you know get her out of there because i think he wants whites only whites nationalism doesn't matter if you're black and talking about i agree and he wants her out of there and um you know i don't feel much sympathy for 
Candace Owens just because mm-hmm. of what she does for a living. So, you know, you won't see any tears falling from my eyes for her. Um, and, um, yeah, and, uh, you know, obviously that's horrible. Um, they, I believe they, they already have either moved to or already banned semi automatic weapons after this attack. So this attack was like yesterday. Oh, they weren't playing. They was the 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 leaders and shit was coming like, hey, no, 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 no. Well, we're not gonna deal with the. I turn funny the bullshit America deal with. Like we're a fucking laughing stock for the rest of the world. They laugh at us. They was like, y'all motherfuckers can't walk outside without randomly getting shot. Yeah, and they put um the guy put a manifesto up there. Uh, you know how they do, and he also live streamed killing people on Facebook facebook was probably a little too busy kicking people off for saying you know men are trash um to take the time out to get that off of there fast enough um and then you know after that article i read about the facebook people that work there that that screen all that shit i mean who, who knows the trauma they experienced seeing that because they have to screen it to tell us not to watch it correct to, to take it off they have mm-hmm. to see it right um but yeah it's just a sad tragedy you know um and this white nationalism shit is not just confined to america it's everywhere it's all and over I the think, world i think we in america we got you know we're more familiar with it i know i am i'm you know like there's gonna always be a little bit of a rift between me and and like internationalist and international leftists because i don't i understand i don't know everything and until i know better see more read more which i do try to read but i it to me it feels weird to then intrude on somebody else's shit and be like well nah this is how your this is how your country should be run correct because everywhere is different uh but (laughs) this is how i feel about it when it comes to it racism is racism is racism well hold on i wasn't done i wasn't done hold on just let me finish real quick what i don't not know like the inner workings of the middle east you know i don't know uh everything about israel and palestine i don't to be honest i know you know what i've read i can regurgitate some of the things i've read but i mm-hmm. haven't lived that experience i haven't really correct talked to people involved in that conflict you know it's just easy for me to be like i follow people on twitter that tell me to say blank right but we can't dispute white nationalism is at brexit is white nationalism yes it is you know the resurgent this this you will not replace us worldwide sentiment this every you know the and in america we know the inner workings because we live it because we're black people we're in the south over there i just get a feeling when i'm watching and stuff and i'm like frank you know we watch that thing where they pass laws that you can't have sex with girls that were underage that's right now mm-hmm. and we're like oh wow that's progressive you read the article and you realize they're doing that because muslim people are starting to move into their country and they think well when we as white people were raping our own white people that was fine that wasn't rape right but if i catch a muslim person having sex with a girl who's underage i want i'm not motivated by protecting the girl because that's the right thing to do i'm motivated by my racism and that's a nuanced thing you have to read to understand but that's racism not taking over that's not that's not righteousness that's not progressiveness that's not we understand it's just protect the women from the brown men you know and with muslim people around the world 
being considered brown for most of the part yes they are you can't you can't really divorce racism from the experiences of muslim people Mm-mm. so when a white nationalist attacks muslim people in another country i feel that that is racial i feel like muslim is a short is a shorthand for race for brown and i and i think the chickens are coming home to roost for america because we elected a leader who traffics in this and it was unconscionable and i understand that people want to be critical of everybody right when barack obama was in there i know people are like well he had drone strikes and it don't matter if it's a mosque being shot up by a white nationalist or if it's a, a drone strike a dead person is a dead person and you was killing muslims fine i don't even feel like arguing about it it does like honestly if that's how you feel that's how you feel and i honor that and don't feel and you know I, I'm, I'm cool being like i don't know enough about that i maybe the right answer is uh we shouldn't be you know my whole thing is like maybe we shouldn't be over there at all we went over there at the 9-11 went over there for george bush um the senior and junior you know to, to them looking for oil and shit we've created a whole lot of problems out there i don't know what the fuck was supposed to happen i also don't know what happens when people say bring back our girls and they want you know they want the u.s military involved in getting girls back in another country i don't know when that's okay and when it's not with people to be honest um but i do understand that you know the tragedy of the loss of life when people are attacking our our places of worship our safe places places where no they know people in there aren't armed right you know you call this a religion of of hate but who's killing who you call this a religion of you know you call you basically say terrorists are the real muslims meanwhile islam is the biggest religion in the world many people go to a mosque every day and they not they're not violent towards anyone they don't hurt anybody they're just you know they're like they're just they're just living their life um and and in their community the best way they know how and for us to let this hate swell to exacerbate it to not challenge it to normalize it to elect it you know this this is why i do feel so strongly like we have a responsibility as american citizens even as us that have been oppressed that are american citizens there's a privilege in being an american citizen even with that right we have a responsibility to mitigate the harm of this imperialist nation it's not gonna just stop there's no secret person you can elect that will fix everything okay it's this country is built on harm the harm of my people the harm of native american people the harm of women the harm of immigrants it is built on harm it's built on abuse we i know people want a silver bullet they want one thing that just fixes all of it but it's not gonna happen it's gonna take some wherewithal it's gonna take some fortitude it's gonna take some discipline it's gonna take small pushes that keep making it to bigger pushes that put pressure on people everybody's venting right now everybody's grieving everybody's upset but at the end of the day we still let like the nra control this country you know people are making it about us you know no no offense to i saw a video where chelsea clinton was getting berated by this woman who y'all can argue the merits of that woman or not or y'all can argue the merits of chelsea clinton or not what i do know is 
that shit is not that's about making it about us you know what i mean and being like who do we not like the 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 true thing that we need is to get these motherfuckers out of positions of power and to push back against this the sentiment everybody in our fucking government at the top of it on the presidential side is a white nationalist all of them you know like we don't really get to say we don't really get to tell anybody like what the fuck like oh i well listen i personally disagree then we need to show it more than just on a twitter account we need to show it more than just you know uh but you know it's got to be more than just i retweeted or some video it's got to be some tangible shit it's got to be using your platform it's got to be uh promoting change that will get these people out of power you know because i feel like that shit still comes home to us you know not the not the tragedy of it i'm talking about the reason it happened right it's because of our country our we we can shrink from being a world leader but we are a world leader america is a world leader you you might feel how you want to feel about it but understand there's a responsibility to leadership you know like i said i would much i would trade right now and a lot of these people won't admit it but they would trade right now to have barack obama right back in office where at least they can criticize him and think that maybe there's a chance we'll get something we'll get he'll listen he'll okay well i'm getting critiqued on this i gotta get better at that you know whether whether if it was hillary same fucking thing maybe there's a, a something we can do to help mitigate this further we keep pushing and we keep pushing we never give up you know but i I just felt like these senseless violent acts man it's easy to be like this person was crazy and they had access to a gun it's easy to say that shit but what about the moral ineptitude of us we are we are a moral vacuum right now in a way that we we have always been but it is even worse it is more it is worse now than it has been in a long time for us as a country uh, for us as a leader for us as citizens it it's embarrassing but it's also deadly you know one of the things you never hear people talk about and and, I, and this is one of the telling signs for me donald trump does more drone strikes than barack obama no one talks about it no one i looked it up i wanted to be sure he does more no one even says anything because it it is proof the bar has moved so quickly that you can't even complain to this man about it because you know no one around him is morally conscious none of them even would feel bad there's not even a this is a thing we need to do they just fucking want to do it they don't think it's just a demand of the office it's just a i hope i kill all the brown people i we don't even when the last time y'all read a report about uh you know the transparency of we bombed this thing and it fucked up and it killed the wrong people that shit is done it's over with you know so it's like (laughs) we to even have a little bit of progress on this we have to push back but there's a reason that we have more hate crimes now than we've ever fucking had before as far as since we've been measuring them i'm sure there was times you know they wasn't counting like oh you hung two niggas today that didn't count right but i'm talking about in current history we have more hate crimes now than we have ever had and it's 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 on us 
as a democracy it is on us everyone likes to opt out and be like i didn't vote for that shit i didn't even vote or whatever the fuck it is on us it represents all of us it's a, a huge stain on the world and it's taking people's lives i think these lives go directly back to us you know as a country as 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 a leader as a place that elects a white nationalist as a place that coddles white nationalists that coddles white races that coddles liberal races as long as we do that we're responsible and and i'm sorry that these people lost their lives because of our unwillingness to to fight because it got a little too difficult to push the rock up the hill so we just all opted out and said all right well whatever you know next time i i hope people are paying attention because i don't think anybody would connect it back to us most people are just gonna be like that was a long crazy man but these white dudes are here killing people left and right mosques synagogues black churches nine people dying in a black church in south carolina and i'm so desensitized now i didn't even cry i still haven't cried it's been years now i i don't even have anything left like i'm just angry at this point you know and it's and and now and i and i'm more angry about our unwillingness to do something about it you know well okay all right well look if someone has a history of psychiatric trauma and stuff we okay we won't give we'll make them sign two sleep slips to get a gun that ain't solving shit everybody thinks i'm crazy when i say this shit but i don't think we need guns what the fuck is this what's the point if 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 there's a thing that can cause this much harm in the hands of just any fucking person on the earth i don't know that that needs to be a fucking thing i don't think you just need to will that we need to just be like well this is the cost of of the second amendment we don't need that a a country had this happen and immediately said uh get the fuck get these fucking guns out of here australia hey never we'll never have another one of these nobody can have guns give them shits the fuck up you want to fuck somebody have a fucking knife fight it's like it's just i don't know i'm sorry that that happened rest in peace to all those people all the trauma the muslim community i know they going through it Mm -hmm. you know i don't even know there's no words that can make it okay And, and we don't even have the kind of person representatives in america that could even sincerely feel bad about the loss of life probably won't even talk about it or just or address it yeah like on a human level not even about the offices they hold or anything on a human level they don't feel bad that those people lost their lives because they also don't want those people in our country they also want those people you know they they think they're from shithole countries and shit like that like and if they don't think those things themselves they're okay with people that think those things making all the decisions you know it, it, it's just horrible man so oh, i'm sorry go ahead karen oh no no problem and to piggyback on you kind of said it but to piggyback on something that you said um in my personal opinion and this had a lot to do with why i was and why a lot of people were angry because a lot of uh people understood what trump represented they understood that he was racist he's a white nationalist and he's very hate-filled and all these other things and when he got elected in office because all eyes were on america like a lot of 
the rest of the world was watching the election probably paying more attention outside of the world than actually fucking americans that goddamn lived here like people was like okay y'all had just elected your first black president what are you gonna do next are you gonna be progressive or are you gonna retreat back like that election meant a lot and when people saw what happened it sent a riffle through the rest of the the rest of the world actually and it told people that it's okay to be racist america said it's okay Mm -hmm. it's okay to come out the closet it's okay to do these hate crimes it's okay to buy these make america great again hats and you don't even fucking live in this goddamn country it's okay because at the end of the day he represents me wherever i am in the world and this is why you see these people come out there emboldened and they feel powerful because he he speaks their language he's speaking directly to them dog whistling it or whatever it takes and the thing is he doesn't care and with him not caring you're basically telling the rest of the world that you don't care because the it's it's, it's very frustrating when you talk to people and 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 particularly um before the election and, and a lot of people took him as a joke and you was like no 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 this is not a joke this is not a game life's you know people are going to die from this and it's almost like you like you said the canary in the coal mine where you just singing and singing and singing and everybody just ignores all the people that have seen these signs and 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 it's sad but this right here is almost the end result of a few years ago and people don't really they don't they're they're, they're not making this connection to these things mm-hmm. and and not only that like you say hate crimes have, have gone up here tremendously you know when you're passing laws and, you, and you're banning laws like i didn't realize this we watched the news the other day and they said that uh the airport here is going to be one of the first in the country to do facial recognition direct uh you know to recognize your face when you go through the airport um when you go overseas and because trump did an executive order that was like yeah you go to these brown countries we need to be sure that you're not a terrorist what does that say to the rest of the world you know and 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 i think for me is very uh frustrating and my heart goes out and this and this is why voting matters you know people can say what they want to say and we talked about this before it's very frustrating when uh you're looking at how people are responding now and we haven't had our first debate we haven't had anything moving forward and i already feel like i'm in deja vu everybody's telling me who not to vote for nobody's telling me who to vote for everybody's telling me that nobody everybody every candidate ain't shit everybody has everything they can pick apart and critique but you know what we don't know their policies you know what we don't know what they plan on doing they haven't even the ink haven't even dried on 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 them getting their staff and shit together and people are already tearing every single fucking candidate down Mm -hmm. and what frustrates me what frustrates me to know end about this like you say you're telling me who not to vote for you're not telling me who to vote for where the fucking alternative is goddamn trump like 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 like, let's keep it real and they hate to hear that but that's the reality right they they hate to hear the reality of it but this is the to me these are also the consequences of refusing to relive in any level of reality you know like to me this is like i come to your house and say how you getting to work today and you go i'm a fly and i'm like you don't have a plane and you can't you're not superman 
well i'm gonna wait here until i can fly well you'll never get to work like it like like that's how i'm looking at some of this shit but um two things i wanted to hit at um it because i think this always gets lost in the conversation especially when people don't like when folks are talking like this you know i see it on twitter all the the centrist and the moderates and the this i don't think it would be all good under a democrat either Mm-mm. and that needs to be understood because it's a very especially when it comes to black people there's a misconception that any of us is truly a democrat and that and i don't mean that in a good way either there's a lot of black people that are basically republicans except for racism come on if it went for that racism shit they will be right on over there so i'm saying though even none of us are really uh, our allegiance is not really to democratic party in the way that white people can be where it's like i'm gonna be okay either way so i'm just kind of i i'm choosing this as an ideal this would be nice if these people won we are picking this literally thinking it's life and death literally thinking about our survival thinking about our children thinking about you know them incarcerating folks all this shit there's there's a lack of trust there there's a there's more of a co-conspiratorial type of like we need y'all in order to survive if if republicans turned around tomorrow and started literally moving things like just say we're done with racism we're we're you know we we know we're going to take a hit we're going to lose all our, all our racist white voters we're done with racism we're going to keep all the same economic platforms all this shit except now we're going to say we are not socially racist and i don't mean i mean their policies could still be racist mm-hmm. but we will not be socially racist a lot of black people would abandon ship immediately like they like they have some misgivings of i've never voted republican but it, it would just take them being like well i'm not racist you know i'm not i'm no longer saying racist shit that's all it would take for a lot of people so all that to say that there's a lot of us that are not committed to the democrats in that type of way we're just submitted to survival and i think people just act like that's some casual shit but that's the kind of like constant trauma we're living under every single day my we think about our survival when we wake up in the morning every day is this the day you know so i i think you cannot understate that you know and i appreciate that i respect that that's why there's liberal black people that say shit that i find to be like annoying kind of crazy really far out there blah 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 but they living under the same trauma i'm living under so i kind of i respect that i respect that trauma and it might lead you to a different solution than the one i would have and i want to try to keep that you know i try to maintain that but it's difficult in times like this you know because it's difficult when you think we could be you know galvanizing enough people to like maybe make a change in this country and it might not happen because at the end of the day we're not a monolith we're not we're not always together like that and i'm not just saying that for black people i mean everybody that votes them we're not really together Mm -mm. you know um and then the other thing was um white people are the terrorists so you know if to this this big hoodwink they pull where it's like because of 9 11 muslim people are the terrorists and we got to stop muslim people and the only people that's been terrorizing our country since 9 11 and before is white people and mostly if not almost exclusively no exclusively 
white men they keep coming up with these fucking reports to keep saying this it's white men and they are the problem their fragile egos their hatred their access to weapons their privilege the fact that they are not monitored by law enforcement the fact that they've been able to to um gather on the internet they have used this the same internet we all use they are using it as gathering spaces and because white men are seen as less dangerous by white law enforcement white politicians white people in general they just get to cook and this is the result of that cooking the little things that this guy said and did throughout his rampage of killing these people and then his manifesto and all that stuff these are things these aren't for me and you they're not even for the mainstream public it's for the people on the message boards that hang out with people like him that he kicks it at dylan roof they're radicalized we are talking about radicalized muslims you need to be talking about radicalized white dudes and it's like i i know i I hate to bring the show down to talk about some shit like this i'd much rather be laughing and kikiing and all this shit but everything else is a distraction from that very salient point it's the only thing that would change things is to bring down the fucking fury and the power on these fucking white dudes that are gathering like why aren't we tracking their ip addresses y'all they fucking track black lives matter activists and call them black identity extremists black lives matter has has zero casualties they have never killed anyone they don't attack people any of this shit yet every last one of their phones tapped come on they keeping they keeping eyes they got surveillance on them and you have out and proud white nationalists coming on tv shows and shit just living their life in their neighborhood being like i wish my neighbors would stop being so uptight about me being a fucking racist that's being allowed to happen somebody can say uh we covered a story before where a black dude said something about shooting white people and he was in jail he was immediately in custody they were like come here oh he just said it on facebook they immediately put him in custody you know how many times some egg has wished death on black people on social media that nothing happens to them it's so it's such a rigged system you know we worry about you know 9-11 never forget they always say well who's gonna remember las vegas and remember uh remember uh what was it in florida um the post nightclub shooting who's gonna remember that who's gonna remember these people in Christchurch or chris church like i said i don't know how it's pronounced who's gonna remember them right i'm not forgetting that's the problem i'm not forgetting this shit i'm not gonna forget that in charleston south carolina nine people gunned down by a white dude i'm not gonna forget do you remember and that's the problem you know so it's it's just i don't know what's supposed to happen man um yeah i don't know um anyway now let's get into the show sorry bring it down but i just felt like i couldn't um i could not talk about that um all right so um let's talk about the people that did give us money because mm-hmm. uh, those people are very special you can donate money to the show the theblackoutist.com on the right hand side you can pick any denomination of money we takes it all just paypal it to us and we will give you a shout out 
on the show whether it's a one-time donation or a recurring i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day alexis h thank you so much for your recurring donation dia h thank you so much no relation denise m hit us with a one-time donation that just says thank you oh thank you baby you know what well thank you for listening to us because you didn't have to do that come on There's a lot of podcasts out there you could have been kicking it with them uh wanga recurring donation thank you very much wanga mm-hmm. virginia g we appreciate you ray our girl ray sonny thank you ray yes. tanya s thank you so much tanya samuel h jr thank you so much samuel dana w thank you uh ashia b thank you very much for your recurring donation lisa d thank you as well kelly c we appreciate you our girl shirley wong esquire please say the esquire tiffany b thank you jane m jeff f lindsey b alfonso m thank you alfonso design t palmetto stone magic damian jackson Ooh, i am for real joy m thank you kyle k playing for the lakers good job <laughs> david c thank you david celeste m thank you celeste autumn w my brother rodney appreciate you damian r and that's everybody lots of money appreciate y'all where is that love y'all there is a love and a joy that you promised me tell me it's all right the truth is i almost gave up uh, my power that i can't explain oh it goes power y'all fell from heaven like a shower now i know we've been hurt y'all but still i smile even though it hurts me, I smile. I know God is working, so I smile. Even though I've been here for a while, I smile. Smile. It's so hard to look up when you look down. I sure would hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. Smile for me. Can you just smile for me? Whatever you're in right now. Smile for me. Smile. Can you just smile for me? <laughs> and the people say, oh, oh, oh. I wonder how many people sing that with us every time. Um, I bet a lot of people I do. I wonder uh as always we like to start with the five star reviews y'all left quite a few which is good coming off a week yes. where we did get a two-star review and uh, a bunch of crazy people would act crazy on the internet so that's good uh simor is loved on itunes excellent podcast five star by simor pettigrove who says rod and karen i humbly submit this five star review and admit that i have been attending your services and paying tithes but no and i guess not paying tithes but no longer no more from now on i will be contributing my 10 percent. i just hope you let me stay in the congregation mark from queens now in austin thank you yes uh love this podcast music is my life too says i can't get enough of it five stars Aww. thank you 
sid vicious underscore five says my auntie karen is never an afterthought five stars oh thank you baby this isn't my first time leaving a review but i needed to do something to counteract that two stars as a baby podcaster of myself y'all are goals if i ever run into y'all in Publix, i'm definitely buying y'all some chicken thank you thank you i like chicken give me the gift of chicken okay that is the gift that keeps on giving don't it though uh because you asked nice five, well, let one 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 says five star review five stars thank, thank you. you uh baby by choke wait choclo nut who says y'all are like my parents and i'm y'all baby because y'all literally lullaby me to sleep every night when i wake up and listen to the same episode just in case i miss something i love y'all y'all the greatest oh thank you i never would have thought y'all some y'all go to bed with us i wouldn't have thought that either it's an open marriage now <laughs> right listen y'all need to just relax and listen five stars and this is by uh pilani jr who says i feel i felt compelled to lead this review when rod said i sentenced you all to therapy listen <laughs> he is not wrong we all need therapy rod and karen provide real talk about real issues and karen's laugh always makes me smile just just listen just listen rod and karen will make you think that makes you smarter download and subscribe now we need smarter people around these days aloha thank you thank you aloha to you too worth it five stars by octavian alexander who says if you can get past rod's light girly voice his self-righteous high horse hatred for straight men and karen's horrific laugh and negro spiritual voice if you <laughs> if you can make it through that then the show is good game of thrones and walking dead review shows are worth all the suffering they put you through turn the volume down when karen's laugh is it, it's horrific well thank you for the for the shady five star review all right <laughs> appreciate it i guess i guess you said turn it down so won't nobody else he'd be like what is that noise i don't know how you're gonna turn it down karen just randomly laugh during the show <laughs> it ain't no rhyme and reason i i i think some of the silliest shit is the funniest shit uh pez lord says hardest working podcast is period five stars i barely listened for two months and have already felt bad for not finding this show sooner thank you oh thank you thank you don't feel bad it's all good Mm-mm, you showed up right on time baby exactly love riding karen by lala underscore jen who says discovered this show through fan podcast f-a-n oh it must be uh for all nerds i absolutely love them they funny and so relatable love listening to their reviews and show recaps they are even going to get me back into the walking dead i'd highly recommend oh thank you we were just on fan bros that uh it's just fan uh, for all nerds nerds. put a dollar in the jar we owe y'all five dollars if y'all listening uh mental floss and splint oh and the other thing i would say too about that is we have resurrected more walking dead fans than they've resurrected zombies come on haven't we somebody messaged me uh messaged our account on uh instagram mm-hmm. and was like i'm watching the walking dead y'all getting caught up it's season seven but it's tough y'all this episode four i'm like i remember them days good luck uh mental floss and spirit cleansing and rib tickling well i do like ribs <laughs> five star bj1098 says uh thoughtful and uplifting discussions on a range of current topics lots of humor and unapologetically black great podcast for people not just black ones who want to get better at sympathetic introspection thank you mm-hmm. as always we are trying you know it's so funny i was i was thinking about this on twitter because uh there was this video of this woman who uh so they had like a vigil for the people that got killed in the mosque mm-hmm. and 
that as chelsea clinton is like a leader of an interfaith council or whatever and they asked her to show up and she did um but i don't i don't know how public figures figure that shit out because it's the thing where if you don't show up people shit on you because like you think you're too good to show up and if you do show up motherfuckers will be like you trying to make this about you at any rate this woman and i don't know her motives to be honest i think people are buying a bill of goods on on twitter that they're ignoring some key elements in order to like shit on chelsea clinton because i think she's kind of a stand-in for hillary for a lot of people yes she is they don't like hillary so therefore they don't like chelsea and so a couple weeks ago when ilhan omar said that stuff that people thought was anti-semitic chelsea was one of the people that was like yeah i agree and she should apologize or whatever ilhan did apologize mike pence tried to say something and and chelsea like responded to him she apologized we need to move on um we're basically like your party is is anti-semitic i know you ain't talking shut the fuck up you know um and you know you would think like to a certain extent that's kind of the end of that but you know because anyone on twitter that says like they either disagree with ilhan or they think her statement went too far or whatever you know there's a lot of people out there that are like tar and feathering those folks and blah 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 so chelsea shows up to this thing because she was invited right 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 Right. and this woman people are recording it uh her, her friend or whoever someone's recording it she confronts chelsea clinton and essentially blames her by saying look you what you said about ilhan needing to apologize is the reason these people got killed mm, that's not a true statement right and so they it went viral uh, she was like gloating about it on twitter uh her friend posted a venmo account like give us money for doing this they got money for it um and then after people the tide kind of started changing because people were like but chelsea didn't really do nothing what she said on twitter is not why those people are dead there's literal like white supremacists in office that are like you know spreading islamophobia like what are you like are you for real they're not even connected right and then people are like you know were you trying to go viral blah 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 people went into those girls tweets and they found tweets from when she was like younger when she was like 14 or something she must be 20 now and she was saying that uh and she was saying using homophobic slurs and shit so to me has nothing none of this has anything to do with the people from the mosque dying. uh people were like you know well she went to this thing and this girl it was grieving and this is what grief looks like and then people were like only one of them was muslim and the girl was wearing a bernie sanders shirt you know like it was just it's so many moving elements to this that nobody wants to consider Mm-mm. you know and it and it it made me think about like people want because when people when people talked about her homophobic tweets i'm going somewhere with this i promise people talked about her homophobic tweets she basically said i was 14 and now i've lived a full extra third of my life and i y'all can't hold what i said against me when i was 14 or whatever she didn't apologize any of that stuff right all the shit that people say kevin hart should have done she didn't do any of that she just basically said i was young you know they got brother nature up out of here for a second off of him being 14 tweeting stupid shit okay my point is this she can grant herself forgiveness patience grace room to grow only applies to you but 
and then she expects the people that looked up those tweets that were shitting on her to to understand hey i've grown that was a while ago right but it seemed like people are so stingy with those things when it comes to everybody else of course with kindness with all this i don't do this show with you because i think everything i say is fucking right and that i'm never gonna fuck up and i'm never gonna change my mind the i hope the undercurrent people can hear on this show when we talk about serious shit is that we are trying to allow for not just ourselves to have some kindness not just ourselves to have some humanity not just ourselves to have some forgiveness you know i there i i knew the jig was up with certain people when i could tell like it was all an act when they were like oh no i'm about you know progressive like we need to let people out of prison we need to give people a second chance but they never gave anyone a second chance in their personal life they never forgave anybody with their platforms and with their like they didn't do that whenever they saw somebody apologize it was never good enough so what is the parole board supposed to do because that's what these people go up there and do they apologize for the wrong that they did and then we as a society have decided okay some of you can get a second chance you y'all the same people that don't get second chances y'all the same people that go you fucked up two weeks ago i'm going to throw all of this at you now because it's a chance to dunk on you it's a chance to show out on you that we want but we don't want that for us Mm-mm. for for me Mm-mm. personally i need to be treated gently i need y'all to understand the context i need y'all to understand what i'm trying to say and why it's different you know what chelsea clinton said was not the fucking same thing as like trump or mike pence Mm-mm. but that but there can be no nuance online there's only black and white for a lot of people it's just this is the worst all the time and it and and it's it sickens me you know and so that's what i think about when people say our show is kind or thoughtful or this it it, it is those things but it's not about just us being right i love when people write in and say we make them think because i'm thinking i don't like we freestyle this shit we don't have prepared statements and shit i don't know we don't sometimes we start talking karen says something i'm like damn i never thought of it that way okay cool you know sometimes uh i make a point that i i thought i felt away and i started talking to y'all i'm like "Mm." but it also could be seen this way there's no value in that for a lot of people but the people that fuck with us value that and i love to hear y'all tell us that that's why these five star reviews are so fucking important to me they really are i love and i need to hear that back sometimes to be like okay we're doing things a little differently than anybody else because i listen to podcasts where they just basically pick up the nuggies talking point from woke twitter and just fucking roll with it yep uh, context be damn counter counter arguments be damn no you not research. with this you riding with us or you not the end that's it there's never any like okay i can kind of see how this would play out or you know i can see how why a person may feel differently while also still being a righteous person there's never any of that it's just fucking i said the sky has to be green tomorrow it's the okay green new deal it doesn't don't read it just fucking do it shut the fuck up anybody not on board just can kiss my ass and you're like okay you did you read it i don't need to read it. everybody on my timeline say this this is shit the end you know i just think is we we there needs to be some allowance for that and i'm glad we had a space to do that i save a lot of shit for this show now 
oh yeah oh yeah specifically because i'm tired of being taken out of context other places like this is a bit of my therapy a bit of my relief like uh, another thing that happened this morning there was a, a kid that cracked the egg on a racist congressman congressman's head or congressman i don't know parliament member so it was another country and that guy's a racist asshole and so he's tongue around and punched the kid in the face and the kid was like 17 or something and then security like jumped the kid and shit but he got let go with no charges because he was still was white um anyway i said on twitter like yo if you crack an egg on a nigga head you have to be ready for the smoke <laughs> come on like you cannot turn around and then get chin checked you got to be ready to, to, to duck swing counter punch follow through tackle them i mean get them on the ground like I you mean, gotta understand we, we about to fight right if if i come with a dozen a half a dozen eggs in my hands we about to brawl right well it was one egg and he just hit him in the head with it like smushed it on his head my thing is that's universal fighting words everybody was like well that guy's a racist so you saying not to attack him i didn't say that but that's twitter for you right i did everybody's responding to shit i didn't say ah i just said and this should be universal we should all be able to agree on this one if whether they deserve it or not because some of these people y'all not gonna agree with this shit when it's malia obama instead of chelsea clinton y'all aren't gonna agree and i already know it so just stop i'm calling bullshit on you now the same way you don't talk about the michael jackson documentary but you was hashtag surviving r kelly come on i i'm i'm just calling it out now like i know it's gonna be different when it's when it's our girls it's gonna be different but i and and people won't be transparent about it Mm -hmm. so they got these universal rules like so you saying you not cool with violent protests i didn't say that i'm saying if you smush an egg on a nigga's head be prepared to run the fade that's just the rules yeah some people might fade you and some people won't but you don't know what kind of response you're gonna get so be ready be ready to run something don't stand there and get chin checked like what's the point of that <laughs> like come on now that's so that privilege because he was like i'm gonna do this and nothing's gonna happen so that was the thing for me was like look i maybe you want me to say something super woke and progressive but i'm t- i'm also a person that lives real life and understand what violence can be and i and if you do certain shit people gonna get violent so you got to be ready y'all expect this man that, that could have been acid you threw on his head that could have been a gun or a knife like he don't know what the fuck you just hit him upside the head with it's technically assault and you know if somebody did it to barack obama or some shit y'all will be like what the fuck was that or just someone you like pick y'all pick the person y'all don't like nobody but whoever you do like pick that person if someone did it to beyonce we're not gonna be like well it's just a kid we're gonna be like and then she whooped their motherfucking ass as he as they motherfucking deserve you know so everybody just goes by whether they like the person or not but i'm like i want to have a universal point which is if you do that and you're not prepared to run the fade you might get chin checked you just might you not just that might. you will but you just might we ain't gotta argue about it some things is just true no matter what all right five star review on we got one five-star review on the blackout tips podcast on stitcher yay this is by chili frio who says five star five stars i will not be ashamed any longer thank you baby long time listener first time reviewer found this show in the recommended almost three years ago and i haven't looked back yet come on recommendations this podcast has even introduced me to other great content through their guests they have from time to time i love rod and karen keep up the good work thank you thank you 
that reminds me speaking of good podcasts i'm doing a bunch of tangents today fuck it it's gonna be a short show anyway if, if i don't do this so um uh i listened to the red pill podcast with van latham um and he had an episode where he had mook murder mook from that yes jules interview mm-hmm. the one that was like you spanish mom you know that was trying to get mm-hmm. him to say the n-word he had an interview with him that was like 30 minutes long that was a conversation that uh it was a lot it was interesting um especially considered like i after that interview i was like oh, okay so mook is just a hood nigga like you're not gonna get him with all that intersectional woke talk shit he don't care about none of that like you might as well be talking uh a foreign language to that guy um but i i did understand like some of the points that he was making so he, and he came out better than he did on twitter because on twitter he was just trolling people and acting oh like, some people was asking about van like who? van lathan is the guy you guys know van lathan when kanye west went in there and said slavery was a choice van lathan's the black guy who got up in tmz and couldn't take it so he works at tmz and um yeah he uh he um uh, he's like i don't know he's more of a woke dude but he works at tmz and sometimes he makes them like change headlines and all this type of shit but anyway he has a podcast called the red pill um so that first part was interesting he interviewed murder mook you know whatever the second part though is a conversation between robert latile of black sports online and amanda seals um, i've interviewed robert latile a long time ago for a medium talk years ago yeah years ago um but he's kind of blown up more since then mm-hmm. um and robert latile is a dude that i think has basically the same morality as tmz except for um black sports online except for black people and amanda seals had this kind conver- of like she uh, basically accused myron roll of being a sexual predator and said that he had said some stuff to her on the phone or whatnot that was over the line and then like it was an interesting example of the internet and people that aren't really their facebook memes as i like to call them they're lightning rods they're messy they always saying something that's not quite a hundred percent defensible because they they never come at things a hundred percent consistently so they always do shit where you're like well that was actually kind of fucked up what you did but i understand it but it was also fucked up and then you had these two people on there do something where they were debating in person with van lathan being the moderator between you know amanda seals who was van lathan's friend he admits it on the show and robert rob latile is a dude that van lathan used to work with my point about all this is they took something that was an online beef because black sports online put a headline out that said that she retracted a lie which wasn't true and all this stuff and they changed the headline and she said she got death threats and uh people say she hates black men and there's a bunch of stuff and i don't think amanda seals is the perfect you know person either mm-hmm. we've, we've covered shit she said on here where it's like you know if you got passports and jordans and shit and you're just like what what is this you know right. but my point being that conversation being taken offline and talked to person to person face to face changed the entire tenor of the fucking conversation because people don't have that same energy face to face that they do online yeah you sometimes you have to do something like that people don't carry that same shit like you said the energy different mm-hmm. wait, wait, wait. but people realize this and, and 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 this is how i know that the keyboard courage is real because you know we've had conversations with people 
and we've had these same conversations face to face and when we had these conversations face to face the vibe is different because i'm looking at you you looking at me so you ain't gonna talk crazy you're not gonna say anything disrespectful because it's a difference between you typing and and hand clap emojis and bold letters and all this shit when not that it would go there but when there's no consequences or repercussions physically i can't put my hands on you and you can't put your hands on me so everybody can act as big and bad as they want to but when i meet you in real life and we meet each other in the street the vibe is different because all of a sudden ain't no distance between us now like like mm-hmm. oh it, it's me and you and air so let's talk about this well the energy also, ain't the same also though like you can see what when you're hurting someone you can see somebody's face you can hear the Correct. tone you get the tone of what they're saying and you know i, I like i said I, this is not an endorsement of either one of the parties because i think i know rob latow has doxxed women that have accused people of sexual assault so i don't feel like that that's a good journalistic integrity i don't think i don't think he's a beacon of that the headline he had was a lie he clearly editorialized quote unquote is what he called it but he lied on her and then, and as as some sort of either he would say it's not well he said it wasn't retaliation but it felt like it was retaliatory for the fact that she said this black man did something and didn't provide like the proof for it um and so all that stuff to say like they it's not like they walked away best friends shook hands and was like all right well now we're gonna hang out it just felt like i pre- i appreciate people putting this on a platform where both people can put their side out face to face and not it's not i'm talking about you but i won't talk to you you know i appreciate it because it's gone away it's something that we need more of so anyway i the reason i brought that one up is because i saw talking about recommended i saw that podcast in the recommended section of ours on stitcher the uh uh the other thing is she has a podcast called i can't man i was literally just looking at it but i listened to an episode you can put amanda seals in the search engine and it'll bring up her podcast um and uh she had an episode about narcissist and dealing with narcissism it was so good i really enjoyed that episode that's all i have to say that was it i'm just recommending podcasts to y'all all right uh five star review we got one on sport movie reviews on um stitcher anzy d says five stars i love spoilers this podcast helps me decide if i should truly spend my money at the movies or wait for it to pop up on one of my streaming services yeah and i updated the feed again and it's up to episode 180 rampage but uh in those new episodes there's a lot of good ones a lot of good ones the tyler perry acrimony review ah yes it's 92 minutes long guys we had a lot to say that was like you 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 did you talked to like three different you spoiled that three times yeah i think well i did an episode of chris's podcast about it chris lambert i believe Mm -hmm. and then um you and i did a review after you went to see it Mm -hmm. so um ready player one uh hurricane heist uh hurricane heist don't sleep on that one that was a great review and a and a funny movie pacific rim uprising tomb raider uh wrinkle in time black panther is now up den of thieves uh let me see another good one for that you guys might uh disaster artist that's me and justin mm-hmm. me and justin got some reviews out here um so yeah man that's some good reviews out here that i think you guys might enjoy 
um and some of the like artsy stuff from the last few years mm-hmm. is in this batch and i'm glad y'all enjoying it and the name of her podcast is called small doses there you go small doses so like i said if you don't like her which i know a lot of people don't like amanda seals Correct. i'm not really here to like evangelize for her or whatever nope. so if y'all don't like her don't don't write me talking about you told me to listen and i hate her and i always hate her. i that's not what the fuck i said i'm saying i enjoyed those episodes of her show and um if if you if you're not a person that already hates her i think you might as well okay mm-hmm. yeah i went and listen i enjoyed it i listened to that one i listened to the one with warwood jr and they yeah. both was really good yeah the one about narcissism just hit home because i dealt with that in the last like two couple of years and seeing somebody break down the phases and all and the, the language yeah well more just for me the 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 the, 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 the like the acts that they do like love bombing and all that stuff it was so eye-opening because i'm like i remember when they did that Mm -hmm. you know it was was great all right let's get to the comments on the episodes this episode is already all over the place (laughs) we had a um we had a feedback episode that was called um colorblind chicken uh no comments we did have a poll the poll had no comments it was do you prefer white meat or dark meat chicken karen oh wait let me read the options dark meat white meat or it's all chicken to me baby it's all chicken to me all right well 35 percent 36 percent of people basically agree with you it's all chicken to them 24 percent say dark meat which means white meat 41 percent wins so you guys are y'all like them breasts y'all guys are white nationalists as well white chicken nationalists white meat uh we had episode 1857 humph janica says nah i'm really fucking crying at karen thinking morningwood was referring to the dead person laugh my fucking ass off never change karen never change i have all kinds of stuff rolling through my brain y'all classic r&b lover says hi rod and karen first i have watched what that keenan and leslie snl skit five times and i plan on watching it again too damn funny second as with the case with r kelly i too always believe michael jackson was guilty i'm ashamed to admit that i once wasn't as bothered as i should have been because the victims were white now before you think i am or at least was pure evil let me explain for me the allegations came to light shortly after i became aware of michael's parade the white women brooke shields tatum o'neill etc around the world tour i was hurt by angry with michael over this and was less thinking that michael was molesting white children so i don't care as much as i was like at least he isn't interested in black kids so that's one less way he can hurt us i have long since moved past this even though i grieved in death and still like his death and still liked his music if mj were alive now i'd be more than good with seeing him under the jail just like the author of michael's hit you are not alone michael most definitely has a, had a fucked up abusive childhood slash life but that does not excuse him for fucking up the childhood slash lives of other children yeah i'm still like watching and finishing that documentary um everybody was like it's a tough watch because it's so graphic and maybe i'm just desensitized but i i didn't think it was tough because of that i just th- think it's slow like it's like i think they should they could have made this documentary two hours long instead of four but unless there's some shit about to happen in the next segment that i'm just totally unprepared for but ah, okay as of right now i'm they like they could have condensed some things yeah i just feel like they they slow burning it and i think the reason they're slow burning it is because so many people watched it with their arms folded and they're like i refuse to believe these people and it's only through spending time 
watching them recollect it watching them painstakingly break down how he like integrated himself into their lives and ingratiated himself with their parents and all that shit it's only through that that you might start to feel some empathy for those kids because our love for michael jackson as a culture is so fucking overwhelming Mm -hmm. he's one of the few people that was like universally loved by people and it's it's a big blow to those people's ego to have to see this so they need to be slow walked into like these were children these were their actual lives you can't make up he was faxing these kids you can't make up that he wanted to sleep in the same bed as the kids you like this like these are things and facts that we have these are people to corroborate it we got proof right but they're so the arms are folded anonymous says five stars please make a humph shirt for us uh, someone had to draw that that art if they could draw like me and karen's faces as those smileys y'all know the smileys with where it's like air is coming out the nose where it's like a cloud that's coming out of the nose because they like are so upset i think if somebody could draw that i, w- I would pay them a hundred dollars if they could draw that and i would put it on a shirt uh speaking it into existence uh lakita says on r kelly i really did not know that man was that popular hundreds of thousands of to get a pedophile and abuser out of jail when he ain't even got it to return it unless the hit man bailed him out to finish the job i'm befuddled i don't need it i don't get it trey rice said hey rod and karen i'm worried r kelly might be able to get another not guilty verdict as far as these new charges they brought up against him are concerned when you factor in people bailing him out and he can still force these young girls to lie on camera and say they weren't being sexually assaulted it's beyond crazy that he is still walking free out in the world but my hope is he won't have the money for a decent lawyer for this case sadly though as we have already seen some shitty ass person will probably pay for his lawyer in the end i just hope these parents can get their children back and r kelly's nasty ass be locked up for good thanks again trey yeah i feel you man i you know i've I've been joking about it but i'm kind of serious because i don't know what to do with the fact that i would love to see r kelly put under the fucking jail for the rest of his life but i also understand that you know the system's fucked up towards black people blah 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 but i don't feel any conflict about this nigga needing to go away forever like not even a little bit of like well he is a black man in the system get the fuck by uh the poll is are you upset by the cheese slice baby videos no at least they're not throwing babies at cheese right could be worse (laughs) right yes it's horrible no it's funny karen it is funny all right i'm 73 percent people say no it's funny and i agree with them 27 percent think it's horrible sim simma says these joyless adult the joyless adult in me thinks this is a waste of food but i laugh every time every single time <laughs> over and over these babies look confused and disturbed and i'm cracking up yeah there's no wrong response the baby can have if they mad it's funny if they sad it's funny if they confused get, it's funny if they think it's funny it's funny like yeah because some of them crack up it's cruel it's truly a victimless crime i don't understand why people are so mad because uh, you can eat the cheese they probably pull the cheese off and eat it afterwards you know how kids is 1858 the power of no uh we had a couple comments uh cc says morning darlings the ilhan thing hard question she can't be spelling shit out like that even the most racist piece of shit politician knows how to be racist without doing blackface or run with the clan wait they did that lol sigh but yeah i feel her but <laughs> i 
i feel her but i think we're always going to be on thin ice with these white europeans that sterilize our black african sisters that fled to israel when it became a safe haven for jews if you are a white jew that is i, I don't even see this is the kind of shit i don't even be knowing about israel mm-hmm. that i'll be like see this i'm gonna fuck around say mm-hmm. something and get in trouble i don't know nothing about that a nigga still a nigga yeah i get it you still marginalized but you and by the way i just want to clarify i'm not taking joy in not knowing like the way karen is okay um a nigga still <laughs> what a do nigga, you mean you know you you like i don't know you like to not know that's your favorite thing is to not know something so you could be like i don't know nothing about nothing about nothing no i just want y'all to know it's a joyless not knowing nothing for me okay i'm not this is not a don't even come at me with that this, bullshit this, this this ain't the same as me not knowing who none of these young people are young 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 whatever your rap name is it sounded like the same because ah, y'all tell the difference in the chat because i could not <laughs> tell the difference it sounded very much like if i would have said uh they sent little young boy nba boy over there yeah, you, you know i'd have been like who was that i don't know who that is yeah you would say i don't know nothing about the, that song Mm-mm anyway <laughs> according to this it says um i think we're always going to be on thin ice with these white europeans that sterilized our black african sisters that fled to israel when it became a safe haven for jews i don't know what i don't know the historical context of that sentence same if you were a white jew that is a, a nigga still a nigga yeah i get it you still marginalized but you either with us or against us and that shit in gaza just doesn't fly yeah i see the muslims live through our parents and grandparents experience um anyway this always gets me sad and mad so i'll leave it at that thanks for a lovely podcast all right cc thank you yeah I, like i said man i i don't want to say some shit and be like i don't even know what i'm talking about but i'm about to go off i don't know I, I had not even heard that before Mm-mm. um dia says rod and karen may i share a random thought i hope it's not in poor taste or morbid but i really have thought us about this do schools allow white male students to participate in active shooter drills i wonder if during those drills do other non-white students look at the white boys like so y'all just gonna tell them our plan ha <laughs> that's that's the truth though <laughs> you gotta have two different plans the one you run with trevor and then the one you wait till wait till he goes out to uh recess and y'all run the real plan with everybody else uh i mean white male students are more likely to be the shooters so they tell them look colton this is as far as you can go the rest of us will proceed the other uh, to the other safety measures lakita says why can't Megan mccain get hit by a flying tire you know what i'm saying what goes around comes around is what i'm saying right just randomly minding a business john baby john says after listening to this episode i was motivated to leave five stars on itunes specifically i was inspired by karen when she said during the discussion of the kids that got the belt for taking too long to eat breakfast they should have put sugar on those grits i know she was talking about how kids generally like sugar yes but there are some things you don't grow out of anyway karen's validation of people like me who were born this way rod listen sugar grits are a choice and it's a disgusting choice at that and i don't think y'all should have the same rights as everybody else oh lord uh has given me confidence to put sugar on my grits in public in fact all five of those stars are for karen rod gets zero for shaming people like me on twitter thanks karen thank you baby and twitter in real life to your face we gotta have an offline conversation about this (laughs) you come to the studio we can talk about it now i need to get back on working and perfecting the recipe for pumpkin spice grits pumpkin spice grits 
well negro that's all you had to say uh, leave with that guarantee you somebody out there is thinking about it it might actually be out there who knows i might put some sugar on some pumpkin spice grits why didn't you say that to start uh the poll was were ilhan omar's comments anti-semitic yes no i don't know uh yes about six percent of our audience thinks yeah it was no 55 percent of our audience thinks it was not and 40 percent do not know i'm glad i put the do not know in there because i want to know how many people also don't know i think not knowing has become like this fucking thing now where it's like everybody gotta have an answer you gotta have yeah it's not a pop life ain't a pop quiz sometimes you just don't fucking know and and it's okay and that's why i move back and let people that have have their experience talk about that shit you know like they they talk about it from their experience what the fuck can i tell them you know it's like it's like when people talk about the drone shit i see americans all the time step into the drone shit with well i mean they terrorists and they getting blown up i'm like dog i've never had someone another country accidentally in the margin of error kill anyone that i know right so i don't feel comfortable being like y'all shut the fuck up we doing what we need to do with these drones i can just tell you i don't know i find it interesting if you only leave it to obama and nobody else then i'm like why we're still doing it and it's even worse now i don't understand why this dude doesn't have to go just because of that too like that should be another notch on why he gotta go but Mm -hmm. my whole point being i understand what i don't fucking know i don't know why they have to do drone strikes or if it's helping or what kind of war it is and all this shit you know people say it creates more terrorists than it than it than it's killing like all this shit i don't know i watch i watch tv about it i watch documentaries about it i don't i still don't know i'm not from there um but when people that are from there start talking i don't go shut the fuck up i go uh, yeah them they probably know more than me i agree the shit happened to them <laughs> anyway akua says hi rod and karen this is just a quick note to tell you that i've turned my husband shane on the podcast and he is hooked um he, we listen together we have really good conversation about the topics you all discuss every so often he will start randomly giggling to himself about something one of you has said he does have a question though in the bonus round against the race how do you double the race what does that mean <laughs> i thought it might be doubling up on racism but we yes. figured we'd ask the experts thanks for um oh it's aquia okay thanks for producing great content that both of us enjoy aquia yes double the racism yes yeah, double the points double the racism but we just shorten it to race sean says about the comments about pushing for allegiance for a foreign country this comment is likely related to the anti-bds laws around the country the bds movement which is boycott divest and sanction is a movement designed to organize against illegal settlements and other forms of attack against palestinians however yeah i i watch, i did watch a video that i want to say lexi alexander shared that talked about like living like the border living in palestine and like how they get bombed uh routinely from israel how sometimes they encroach upon settle upon, they encroach upon the land that they were told to like this land is off limits this is palestinian land and then they'll like just be like fuck it we we moving shit over there and if y'all come over there we're gonna fucking kill you um and then like they show part of israel where like they can literally look at the people being bombed from that where they live like they yeah it's i mean 
whatever's going on it's just i can't imagine anything needing to come to that mm-hmm. i know i don't live there and i know that you know i'm sure israel people that are israeli uh, jewish people that live there will also be like well th- people have bombed our shit and they've they've attacked us and you know just because we got the more powerful weapons doesn't mean we shouldn't be able to attack them back and shit i you know i but but i have heard people say that you know until they free palestine you have you know there needs to be like you know boycott like you said divesting and sanctions from a from a president from a united states government um but as an ally but it doesn't seem to work that way however this can lead to a loss of job as a texas speech pathologist found out um wow so i guess he uh so we'll see he he put a link in they put a sean put a link in here let me see if i can search and see what it says um uh wait why didn't that work oh because i copied it the wrong way okay give me one more second guys sorry about this thought i was opening the link instead i was googling it um com. this is uh march 16th just a few days ago Texas speech pathologist fired for refusing to pledge not to boycott Israel. Plaintiff had worked at Austin since 2009, but anti-BDSR added clause to contract that she says violates her First Amendment rights. So, yeah, like, how is that okay here that that can happen? You know what I mean? But at the same time, why why is that so controversial, I guess? I don't understand why you know what i mean because yeah, it's not I like know when i don't know yeah we literally don't do that for, at least that i know of for any other country i don't even think we do that for our country Mm-mm. so I, I don't I, yeah i don't know i don't understand why that would be a problem while this is not in accordance with the first amendment it's hard to get protection and support in the meantime furthermore all about the benjamins is an illusion wrapped around a double entendre benjamin is the double entendre benjamin is the prime minister of israel as well as the undue influence of the aipac apac i guess in congress you may recall 2015 netanyahu addressed to a joint session of congress wherein republicans broke diplomatic protocols um basically republicans were grant gonna call her anti-semitic no matter what she said but democrats are do- going are way are doing going with it because they don't want to be accused of holding a double standard while holding a double standard attacking actual corruption and first amendment violations is not racism it is shedding light on unseemly aspects of anti-palestinian and islamophobic american politics but i haven't thought too deeply about this so i'm interested in what y'all think baby i don't know yeah for me um yeah i I mean i like even when i read her comments i didn't see what was anti-semitic about her comments like i read the same shit on twitter everybody else read i didn't see what was like over the line there are people who are like these things apply to tropes about jewish people that you know and i have seen some of that like there's secret jewish government that controls everybody and uh they you know they manipulate people and there's a cabal of jewish people a lot of white supremacist stuff is based on that is this shadowy jewish people that they're the real ones we gotta get you know and i just didn't feel like what she said was that but i also do think and i and i said it on the show at the time i think saying some shit on twitter as a non-elected person or as just a private citizen 
is completely different than saying something as an elected official she is paying a cost for this and maybe she's going to be the person that moves the needle on this conversation to a point where what she's saying one day we won't even be like that's not even controversial that's normalized now what she said is not a big deal and when are we going to look into this right but to be the first to be the vocal one you're gonna pay yes you are that's kind of the way the shit is set up it's like it's the it's the reason that while people don't have respect for it in a lot of cases it's the reason obama was so good at what he did was that he was able to make points or concede points while continually talking to a room full of people that had people that agreed and disagreed with him you know and maybe we're at a point in our country where we no longer have to worry about people who disagree but that that that's what happens when you don't worry about the people that disagree i think you you end up with motherfuckers derailing the whole conversation and turning it into you're the bad guy now you know just because you said something that you believed but it wasn't palatable for everybody but i don't know maybe ilhan's willing to pay the cost when she apologized i was a little surprised you know because i think on twitter you won't people don't apologize for saying stuff like that Mm -mm. but she probably had to because of the position she holds now neha 87 says hey karen and rod i think some of ilhan's comments the benjamin comment hypnotizing comment were anti-semitic and some were not allegiance to a foreign country and the israeli government enacting apartheid by the way thank y'all for writing in explaining this because we don't know and Mm -mm. y'all are giving us shit to think about or to at least bounce off of that i would not have known myself not to imply i understand her upbringing but if you are unaware that certain phrases words are historically anti-semitic but you hear it growing up and it's not explicitly explained to you that people say these things can be to be anti-semitic then perhaps you wouldn't know what you were saying if you are contributing to a narrative about jewish people yeah mark lamont here with that river to the sea comment i did not know the context of that nope when you find out that basically river to the sea is a call for eradication of israeli people of jewish people in general and has been used that way before then you do have to go why did you put that in your speech mark Hill? you know like and so when he has to apologize for it it's like well i don't know if he's apologizing because he didn't understand or if he if i'm jewish i'm like or does he mean that i don't have to think about it because i'm not jewish and i'm not steeped in that world so i to me it's like you know while he he's professing to be a scholar on the topic but then he has a faux pas like that and you're like are you a scholar or not it seems very tenuous to talk about this shit when you don't have all your ducks in a row immediately you know anyway for example i lived in indonesia and lived with a family that had dark skin darker than mine and i'm not light-skinned and my brother host brother asked if it was okay for him to use the n-word since he is black too i said no because he's a dark-skinned asian person and he didn't know the history of the word sometimes people use phrases and words that they don't know the history behind them he thought the n-word was just a cool phrase for black people mm. yeah well you know what um yes jules can say it according to mook so mm. i don't know but i do think intentions matter which is why i appreciate that she apologized about her clearly anti-semitic comments i think it's important for for the democrats to be nuanced since the republicans won't be in their response by acknowledging the wrong and highlighting acceptable ways of disagreeing which i don't feel like they are doing a good job of currently okay maybe that's it you know because i also saw people like going in on folks that said uh she should apologize then when she apologized they was like all right cool she's straight and people was like y'all should have never said she should have apologized 
i'm like i I don't know i like she if she did fuck up and she did apologize how are they wrong for being like yes she should have apologized but i don't know steph says yo once again a fantastic episode clapping emoji i was not ready to be honest when this episode started i already was in the beginning of one of those work shifts where everything that could go wrong was going wrong and i was resolved to just silently stew with just the podcast in my ears while me mugging everyone that dared to breathe in my direction (laughs) and then we got to guess the race dog when you read the story about the afflicted woman still in that rav four, I admit I had started it had started to make me laugh a little bit. But when you got to the audio clip and I heard her screaming, "Any more questions?" I was done. I must have rewound that part like five times, and it made me fresh fall out laughing every time. That got to be a clip on the soundboard. I couldn't help myself. The rest of the day, every time someone would ask something slick or stupid, I was just look at them and say, "Any more questions?" <laughs> thanks so much for the episode and y'all's hard work it really only takes a minute with you guys with you guys sometimes to turn my whole day around i'm so grateful for that sorry for the long comment peace don't apologize thank, thank you. you and like i said thanks to everybody to answer that question sometimes i ask, ask these questions because i don't know and i really hope y'all can tell me mm-hmm. you know i don't like being ignorant on shit um and like i said i it doesn't mean i now i know everything but at least now i can see another perspective i didn't have before agreed it's easy to sit around and judge people for not knowing shit but sometimes it's hard to admit that i don't know um ellis lip smacking good 34 we put this out because we took the day off mm-hmm. uh the poll was out there and we got one comment as well the comment is from cc woohoo my first premium podcast so y'all what was the question we'll get to the poll oh sorry remember i always do the poll second ah my bad Woo! my favorite my my first premium podcast so y'all telling me riders eating kit kats wrong i knew it not even the, <laughs> not even the kids would eat a kit kat that way and they would be eat rocks if it was a pretty color <laughs> anyway interesting to learn about breast milk never realized that and anyway buying the up south cookbook gonna be interesting to see recipes for our southern oxtail soup i ain't eyeing y'all but i'm eyeing y'all anyway thanks for a great podcast <laughs> anyway back to you cc and the poll was pizza hut delivering beer great idea horrible idea ah karen oh good i'm uh yeah 60 percent agree 40 percent don't um well as long as they don't steal nothing like that grub hub right but with that i mean one of your rings gonna be empty ain't they mm-hmm. i mean they they do have six rings that cover it rings yeah, you know they keep them in the little plastic six pack. Yes. Of beer? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> playing playing the like pyramid six little, game. They like six little rings. Playing taboo. <laughs> I was like, well, you pull it out. I know one missing. I bought six. I'm coming with five. Something wrong. KLB says five dollar cold pizza, ten dollar hot beers. I pass. Eve says hopefully that beer comes in a sealed container and not one of those restaurant cups with a lid. Otherwise. <laughs> that white stuff on the top of the beer may not uh come from the tap just saying oh yeah i wonder if they're gonna shake it up like opening the beer spray everywhere ah because you're driving and they're just bumping it everywhere yeah i just wonder the poll i mean the episode last episode of the week was 1860 beta gets shafted where we had audrey on to recap the walking dead Mm -hmm, that was fun we had three comments anonymous says no group that comes across our team can know that they have already fought a governor that attacked them with a tank or saviors that had a gatling gun our crew has certified killers and yes these folks walk right up on talking tough 
threatening oh um, and yet yeah uh threatening the queen and the king running up on daryl madness eva e right saying with a short one die henry die and turk says hi guys i'm so happy the ratings are going up because angela kang is doing a great job running the show i wonder if these are new watchers or returnees my son uh my friend's son was four when the walking dead started and just recently binge watched the whole series so he could watch live so it could be a lot of newbies oh speaking of teens i really like that the hilltop teens can handle themselves during the herd it shows how valuable our core group has been with changing other groups for the better because almost everyone at hilltop could not fight when they first met them i'm loving the highway men they must have raided a war museum for their outfits yeah they like that civil war reenactment costumes that music that cowboy music is crazy too right i doubt they have bullets in their guns <laughs> they are clearly very smart since they use mannequins and darkness to give the illusion of having a bigger group i would not be shocked that they use their guns to look threatening to people while using the butt of the guns to kill walkers also the group was a smart ad for the show because they feel a desperate need for all the groups their economies have been stifled because they rarely use the roads we've already seen economic progress because these people were hired to perform work whereas before our groups got goods through charity or bartering this is a real game changer yeah so they end up dead oh yeah i don't think the highway they introduced these these lovable motherfuckers a little too late yeah they did i mean they might make it but i i could see them going out when the when the when the uh walking dead red wedding calls right i can see like the fair getting attacked overrun by walkers and 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 white and those uh whisperers mm-hmm. and then and then they go to basically investigate like why the fuck what y'all check guarding the road and they find out them motherfuckers dead too mm. dog daryl connie and kelly are the the blended family i need i feel oh. you i'm sure merle will be in hell seething about it so i needed to happen while t-dog will be looking down from heaven laughing at merle peace turk oh t-dog in heaven the <laughs> poll uh the poll was should daryl have left li- let lydia come with them uh yes no or it doesn't matter either way karen yes all right the most people said it doesn't matter anyway either way 62 percent and then it was exactly split evenly on yes and no <laughs> it was 19 percent for both yes and no that said uh she should came with him all right that's it for those let me check to see if we have any um voicemails for the week i don't know if we do or not because i haven't checked these which i should have checked them before we started the show <laughs> so hopefully none of these are from crazy people i hope not we'll figure it out if they are um yeah, we'll stop the message if you're crazy and we also got one email to get to so let me check let's see nothing for that one nothing for this one those two calls are from yesterday this is from wednesday nothing tuesday nothing oh that was just a call we made on tuesday for that okay interview uh oh yeah also guys we were interviewed and okay it looks like no voicemails Mm -hmm. we were interviewed and we will be on cbc radio that is canadian's broadcast channel i know we done made it up to canada mate 
um i'll put a link in the show notes but they interviewed us about game of thrones and our theories and it was a fun one we had a ball and uh we got the clip online and and if you click on the clip and go in it actually uh is uh a player inside of it for those of you be like where's the clip you actually need to click on it because i played i I know i could play it straight through my phone Mm -hmm. and they had it chopped up and it was things that me and roger didn't hear and so I heard like it, it in its entirety. It's a really short clip, like seven minutes. It's very fun. Yeah, so it, oh, so y'all, much fun. Y'all check it out. I'll put the link in the show notes for you. So I know we done made it all the way up there to y'all folks in Canada. It's playing on the Canada radio radio, and I think she says going to be playing on some radio stations here. Yeah. So shout out to my hosers up there. Yes. Uh, this has been a, in the works for a while. This is from Haroon. It seems. Uh, Oh, from Hakeem. Okay. Hi, Ryder Care. This is going to be a pretty long email, so I don't expect y'all to read it on the episode or anything. First of all, I like to say I've been listening to y'all for over three years. I is listening on Stitcher, so I haven't figured out how to leave five star comment, but it's coming. My older brother asked me what podcast I listen to and recommended the Blackout Tips. He said it's a must listen, and even though our schedules are a lot different, whenever we get a chance, we discuss some of your episodes. Secondly, I would like to thank y'all. Y'all are literally the first podcast outside of NPR that I listen to, and I'm always searching for more things for black people, and your podcast came right on time. There's a lot of things on my mind, but I don't want to overwhelm y'all, so I try to stick with the positive. As I write this, I'm in the middle of my last week at my current job. Y'all have been with me my entire time I had this job, almost anyway. I think I started listening to y'all a month after I got it. It's an all right place, but the level of stress and feeling like I don't matter isn't worth what I'm getting paid. Come on! So I have to hit the road, literally. I'm going back to trucking. I'm a little teary-eyed because I hate it, and I thought I would never have to do it again. The last six months of my life have been a mess, though, and I have to start taking care of my mother, which clearly doubled, which nearly doubled my bill. So back to the road I go. I just wanted to say your podcast has always been a little light in what is possibly the greatest and most flip-flop time of my life. So I had to reach out and thank you with the best part of my heart and all my love. Thank you for what you do. Thank you, Hakeem. Thank you, baby. And, uh, yeah, man, that's why we do it partially, man, is just the fact that, uh, it's so interesting to think that our show has been there through all you, a lot of you people's lives for a yeah, long period of time. Births, yeah. deaths, people getting sick. Like, you know, that being a constant or whatever, I appreciate that because, you know, it, it means a lot to us to do the show, but I love that it means something to people that we do it. I love that, you know, we will be missed if we weren't doing it. Right. I love that, um, sometimes it's the shit we're talking about that either gives people hope, gives people something to relate to, um, gives people a little bit of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, that stuff matters, man. Like when there's like days where it's either like tough or you think like, uh, oh, should we even do a show today or whatever? that's kind of one of the motivations is is knowing that you know somebody gonna be sitting in their desk like this shit sucks but if i had something to listen to it wouldn't be as bad yeah and i know i've been there so thank you so much for writing in and letting us know thank you for everybody who gave us feedback we never take it for granted honestly you don't have to do it there's a ton of shows that if they did feedback episodes they'd be a minute long because nobody gives a fuck what they saying and y'all have never let us down Mm -mm. to where we just showed up and it was like there's nothing anyone no one's even thinking about what we're talking about so love y'all and thank y'all so much until next time i love you i love you too i know death he's got many faces I look forward to seeing this one. If you've paid any attention to pop culture in the last seven years, 
You know that voice. The eighth and final season of Game of Thrones, one of the most anticipated TV events of the decade, is just a month away. And Arya Stark isn't the only one wondering who's going to be the next to die. The show is called basically death. I mean, yes. we, I mean, <laughs> if I'm rooting for everybody to win, it's basically like, why am I watching the show? In the Game of Thrones universe, the character's worst enemy might actually be the show's cold-blooded writers because they can't seem to stop killing people off. Luckily for the writers, we found two diehard Game of Thrones fans who are even more cutthroat than George R.R. R. Martin. All these seasons of just blood, chaos, and war. Yeah, it's like an annual feast. They're like, you ready? I'm ready. You ready? I'm, yes, let's yeah. do this. Rod and Karen Morrow are Game of Thrones obsessed. They're also the hosts of the podcast, Black Guy Who Tips. And no surprise here, when it comes to the show's final season, they have some theories. I think the... Uh, mountain isn't is going to end up dying. Oh, I hope the hound kills the mountain. Yeah. Or the mountain kills the hound, and then Arya kills the mountain. Even if you don't know who any of those characters are, you get the picture. Game of Thrones is basically one big long dragon fueled medieval game of Russian roulette. So in the lead up to the series premiere next month, we've invited Rod and Karen to play a little roulette of their own. Rod. Karen, are you ready to gamble with your favorite characters' lives? I'm nervous. You know, I got some favorites that I don't want to see go down. <laughs> Me I got some underdogs. I'm it's, like, for. it's like playoff time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, before we go any further, we need to choose a weapon. Because in the Game of Thrones roulette, a gun doesn't cut it. I think maybe like an axe, like the hound's axe. I would like to spin that. Okay, here we go. Let's see which characters you think are going to get the axe. It's in the air, it's spinning, and it's headed for Sansa Stark. Her dad was murdered, her sister is an assassin, she was married to a psychopath. Is Sansa going to make it? Ah, oh, she lives. I mean, she's been in the room with all the sociopaths on the show. I think she is among the crew. Now, she won't be the, the one like, on the throne. Right, but she will be like the second or third in command or something like that. So Sansa lives. What about her sister? Arya has a hit list, but is she on a hit list herself? <sighs> I kind of feel like Arya has to go. We all root for her because she's a little girl that kills people, and it's, like, such a rare thing to see on the screen. But, like, she legitimately had me worried she was going to kill her sister last year, and that's not stable. Like, when I feel like you can kill your sister at the drop of a dime, that says something about how far that character has gone off the beaten path. So <laughs> she probably she probably has to go. Oh, and that is going to hurt. But this isn't over. Now the axe is pointed at Bran. He's omniscient. He can time travel. Does Bran die? I'm going to say alive because he can see everything coming. And, and I, I don't think he's going to be on the throne, but I'll, I do think he's going to play a big role. So it's a mixed bag for the Starks so far. What about Jon Snow? He's died once already. Could it happen again? I would love nothing more than to see Jon Snow die because I want to see the chaos. But uh i feel like he probably ends up making it to the throne because that's like the ending that you know is supposed to happen in all the like cliches and tropes and because we think of that that's not gonna happen you think it's okay because they've been known to be like oh this is what you love let's rip this out your hands i would love to see that pretty boy laying on the ground dying <laughs>
Rod and Karen, I think you guys just made some enemies. You know what? Bring on the hate. All right. What about Daenerys? She has dragons. She has a massive army. She's got great hair. But does she have the writers on her side? I think Daenerys has to die because if she doesn't die, she's on the throne. And I don't think she ends she up She's going to be like, throne. I got dragons, so no. Jon Snow can have the dragons. Tyrion can have maybe the dragons. Maybe Tyrion can have the dragons. Or maybe the Night King will have the dragons. <laughs> yes. He already has one. Okay? One down, two to go. He needs to complete the set. Wait, so Tyrion could wind up with the dragons. Does that mean Tyrion is safe from the axe? I think he lives because people have always underestimated him. And plus he's sober now. So, you know, we want to see him him make it. Hopefully he will stay that way. (laughs) One day at a time. What about the other Lannisters? Jaime has come a long way since he had two hands in season one. His twin sister Cersei is still the queen. Barely. Will Jaime Lannister make it out alive? Oh, no. He, Jamie he, Lannister is dead. dead. Cersei gonna kill him. Dead man walking. And you know how she do. She gonna get her wine and cheese and swirl her wine in her glass. <laughs> he going down. Okay, but Cersei is not exactly at the top of her game right now. If she has a wine glass in one hand, will she still be able to keep her grip on the Iron Throne? Cersei cannot live because nature abhors a vacuum, and she is a moral vacuum. And she's like number one on a lot of people. A lot of people lost a lot of granddaddies, uncles, cousins, brothers connected to some stuff she has done. We we love her as a character, but, I mean, she gotta die. All right, at this point, you've killed off at least half the main cast. Who do you think actually is going to win? It's going to hurt no matter how they end it, which is why I think the White Walkers need to win. I mean, if you just take an amoral look at the show, these guys are the climate change of the Westeros, okay? Yes. All the scientists have been <laughs> warning people and no one's been listening. The people at the wall have been telling people no one cares. Mm-mm. Everyone's just thinking about themselves. If the Night King were to sit on that throne in the end of episode eight, I don't think I could be happier if I personally won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I am here for it. Yeah, and like, don't they deserve it? Has, hasn't every human being on this show done something horrible at some point? It feels like they're the only people that just stick true to themselves and say, we're just here to kill everyone and turn them into us. Rod and Karen Morrow, Game of Thrones super fans and co-hosts of the podcast, Black Guy Who Tips. For anyone out there who finds this ending a little too dystopian, it doesn't have to be this way. Head to the comments section on our website, cbc.ca slash day six. Tell us who you think will live and die. And if you can correctly predict who ends up on the Iron Throne, we will put you in a draw for a day six tote bag. And I'm not going to lie, Karen and Rod, we kind of hope you're wrong. <laughs>